Hi, my name is Charles. Thank you for tuning in to the ITM podcast. Today we're going to talk about cell phones. Why do we love them? And why do we choose the ones that we choose? Ask yourself, what made you choose the phone that you have? Did a loved one tell you that, hey, this is the best phone to have? Did you see someone with a phone and say, that looks cool? Did you determine the phone that you needed was based on the functionality that was more suitable for your job or personal life? Over a decade ago, we had options. We had BlackBerry. We had the Windows Mobile operating system. We even had the Symbian operating system from Nokia. But then came Apple. Apple came on the scene and introduced a whole new world of the way we think about cell phones. This was a phone that made life easy, simplified the use and the functionality of iPhone, introduced a smartphone with the concept of a full touchscreen, integration with your music, eliminating the need for a dedicated MP3 player. Look at how everyone was functioning. Look at how other cell phones made it difficult to just download a simple app or the Windows mobile operating system that wanted to mimic a desktop PC. The functionality wasn't there. The ecosystem wasn't there. And the desire to want to have more was Apple knew they can capitalize on creating something greater. With Steve in the helm, the decision was made to create an entire ecosystem that evolved around music, podcasts, and apps, and giving control to the developers, giving the ability to make money, giving the ability for people to seamlessly search and find apps and install them in a safe, user-friendly environment on an already established, very popular operating system that people started to love. When the first iPhone was launched, a lot of people looked at it, and I'm pretty sure they weren't sure what to do, how to react. What was the future? Would a device like this really work? People liked keyboards. They liked QWERTY keyboards, slide-out phones, stuff that you can type on. But that was the first mistake everyone made. Apple knew something that others didn't know at the time. BlackBerry was stubborn. Great operating system, great platform. I loved it. I had one. Palm. Again, great operating system, great platform. I loved it. Lots of users loved it. QWERTY keyboard. People love typing. The touchscreen thing was a new thing. People weren't sure how, how it was going to work, what direction it was going to go in. Nokia. They had their own operating system. Cell phones were great. Most popular cell phone company in the world. People were content. Microsoft, to this day, most popular operating system in the world. Can't deny that. And their cell phone tried to follow that same strategy. A strategy that ultimately did not work out. But in the beginning, people loved it. Again, I'm a tech guy. I've tried everything. I've tried Windows phones. And I loved them in the beginning. But it gets to a point where innovation is important. And Apple knew that. 
they put all their resources and combine everything that they can do to make sure that they had the best user experience that they can give. But hold up now. We all know Google. Google.com. Most popular search engine in the world. Most of us go every day. They had something. Something they knew they had to do. What did they do? They bought a little operating system called Android. At the time, it was 1.0. But they knew something needed to be done. There needed to be more competition. We needed a more streamlined, user-friendly operating system that was flexible and had the ability to expand beyond the way we think. Windows had the right strategy. You can install Windows on any piece of device you want, from Dell to HP. Many different operating systems exist at the time, of course, but it was all about Windows, and their strategy was this. The flexibility to install on whatever hardware you wanted. Apple did not have that strategy, but that was okay. Google said, hey, we have this operating system. Take it. Do what you please. Customize it. Make it yours. We want to put this in the hands of as many people as possible. And when that happens, we just want to throw in and sprinkle a couple of our applications for users to use. But these applications have benefits. They give so much power to the end user. We're going to introduce mapping, texting, all types of applications that will make lives a lot easier. We have 98% of the market, I believe, that's occupied by either Android or iOS, which is great to some extent. You don't have to choose between too many different options. You essentially either choose the luxury device, which is Apple and the iPhone, or you can choose from the many, many different Android phones that exist on the market, which is great. You still have choice. Well, sort of. Google, of course, over the years have introduced lots of apps, like I've mentioned, that puts a lot of user control many, many apps that are free for the most part. All you have to pay for is the hardware and sign up with your cell phone provider. Don't get me wrong, I love options, but we're living in a world where not too many people have too many options nowadays. You know, I have an 11 year old child and to be cool is to own an iPhone. He has an LG, LG makes good stuff. I like the phone. It's a stylus. It's a a cool device, but it doesn't make him cool. What makes people cool is the iPhone. Now, this is their business model. iPhones are not just phones. They're high-end premium luxury devices, which is great. Great business strategy for them. But for the end user, you're kind of left wondering, do I get an iPhone? Or do I get something else? And that thought of getting something else is not typically desirable for most users. You want the cool thing, the it thing. In all honesty, I'm not quite sure if any other company has the ability to do what Apple is doing at the moment. Samsung is doing a a really good job. And a lot of people are more than happy to have a a Samsung phone or a, a Samsung watch. It's really good stuff. 
But at the end of the day, a lot of people feel the need and the desire to have an iPhone. I mean, there are many, many companies to choose from and, and many different markets and, and regions of the world who can't necessarily afford the luxury item that is an iPhone. Choose other options and those options work just as well. But man, does it all boil down to the iPhone? You either have it or you don't. You're either cool or you're not. And that's the bottom line, unfortunately. Thank you for joining in and you have a great day.